Hey everybody, I'm Katie McDoyle and this is the Detecting History podcast. Welcome everybody to the Detecting History podcast and I am here today with Dan, where there's muck there's money. How are you doing Dan? I'm alright, thank you. Good, glad to have you here today. You were nominated by your friend Jake. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> it was like, you've got to get him on, you've got to get him on. And I was like, absolutely, I've been following you anyway. So I wanted to get you on and so therefore that gives a bit of a clue to the part of the world you are. But do you want to tell us whereabouts in the UK? Uh, so we're in Lancashire. There you go. All the best people yeah. from Lancashire, I find. You've <laughs> from Lancashire so far, so I know a couple. Yes, yeah, you're a friendly lot, you Lanc... What would you call yourself, Lanc- Lancashireans? Lancastrians. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You can tell how southern I am. I'm like, mm. <laughs> softy southerner. <laughs> so, yeah, you're up there in Lancashire. How is it in weather-wise today for you? Is it still cats and dogs up there? No, it's been all right today, to be fair, yeah. Yeah? I've had them too. Well, I was out tempted to go out and go and go out field somewhere. I must have one of permissions, but it's all yeah. right. Looking at our windows and whatever. Yes, I'm, I'm um, taking up your detecting time, but it's just literally cleared here and sunny, so I'm going out tomorrow morning, so I'm just hoping it stays like that because the, the water table is high, and the minute you even step on the ground, the water comes up, so I'm like, oh, might be a bit of a muddy one tomorrow, so I'll still go out, though. I'll still go out. I'm brave. <laughs> um, so, yes, as we said, Jake Detects nominated you. So you've obviously been detecting for quite a while, I would suspect. How did you get into a the hobby? Um, well, I've all, I think I got one for me. It must have been like 13 or 14 at the time. Um, only like a cheapy one, but you know, it did the job. But I only ever went out like once or twice. Yeah. Um, probably they didn't really have any commissions to go to then. So it was a bit like, so I just left it anyway. I ended up leaving it and got put in the cupboard for quite a few years and then one of my mates was wandering down the river one day and he sat down to have a lunch or whatever and then um, he said I'd just sat on the grass he's kind of dropped some of his phone or whatever you know somewhere and he's like looking picked it up and there's still like a little chain sticking out the grass so he started pulling on it pulling on it and then so pop, pops out the bottom and there's a little pendant on it so he's kind of cleaned <gasps> wood off it and it was yeah. um, the seventh half sovereign in a, in a pendant no so way was a I've got a mail container upstairs. I'm going to have to dig that out. If you find stuff like that, just start there. Then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't think, I, think, I think Jake's ended up with that in yeah. the roundabout way. Yeah, I think he has. Brilliant. It's been good. So I thought, you know, we'll have to get a detector and we'll find some actual permissions. Like, take it, take it more seriously this time. And, yeah. So that yeah. kind of spurred me on a bit. And that was just before just before lockdown came about. So mm. obviously when that hit, I just had suddenly loads of free time to to get about and go and do it yeah absolutely so funny the amount of people that have like a weird sort of circumstance like that like you had a detector it was in the cupboard and then if your mate wouldn't have like dropped their phone and found that would you have ever yeah, picked it up it. again possibly but then also maybe not and they just kind of thought well if you find me stuff like that this you know i don't know why i was when i was obviously a bit younger i guess probably didn't have the patience for it either so 
Yeah, that's and true. I that's just true. expected to take it on the on the beach or something, and then find a big gold hoard or whatever, and that'll be <laughs> that. But it's not quite that, that easy. <laughs> yeah, the reality isn't quite like that, but we have fun. So that obviously sparked your interest, and then you were like, "Wow, I'm going to give it a go." So what did you what did you get in terms of detector as you upgraded from your original one? Um, well, I actually used that one, um, but maybe the first. I don't know, six months, maybe a bit longer. Um, my pal that found the software ended up buying a, a Vanquish 440, like a second-hand one, and yeah. then he eventually uh, stopped going out, and so I bought that one off him because he's kind of done with it. So, so I just uh, bought that. I've had, I've had that one since. Good machine, good machine. What was uh, your original yeah. one? Was it like an Amazon special, or was it an yeah, actual well, one we'd recognise? Yeah, like a Steven Professional or something. Yeah. Um, it was all right, I, you know. It was, I think, it was like a single frequency, just had two dials on it, yeah. Um, volume and sensitivity, and that was it. You know, turn them on and fiddle with them, and off you go. But yeah, it did the job. Right? I think that the first or the best thing we found with that was the little silver ring. I think we had um, a half crown with that. This was before we even bought his detector. We were just going out on on the first permission that we've got, and we thought we'll see see what's about as such. Yeah, eventually, but. I've got a lot of him since, so I bet it's just done me well, to be fair. I've found quite a lot of big, good bits of it. Yeah, you don't have to have a massively expensive detector, do you? I mean, the Definitely Amazon not. specials get you good stuff as well. That's what happened yeah. with me. Found a William III coin with um, with that. It's going to beep. If it's there, it's going to beep, isn't it? It's just you're going to dig no, a, lot, a lot of iron as well. Dig a lot of Awesome. And what about the rest of your gear? Your pinpointer and your spade and um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. See, I'm not even got a pinpointer at the moment. So if you told us, well, I did have one. I had one for ages. I had, um, it was, I think it was a Garrett off, it was off Amazon, just a cheap, fairly cheap Garrett anyway. Yeah. But, um, that ended up packing in, I don't know, it's probably even a year to be honest. And I just kind of got used to digging without it. So, yeah. It's one of them. I just kind of wave the cord and break it up and wave a bit more. And I don't really mind, you know. It's, yeah. Not so bad. They probably could get one, really, especially when it's muddy. But I'm usually on pasture, so stuff no. like that. I usually come up in the in the pod as such, or in the in the sod when I dig that out. Anyway, so it can be a bit frustrating sometimes. I'll find I don't know um, the two <laughs> two pellet or something. I've been looking for ages and ages. I think put out things like that. I don't think we could get one really, but yeah. Aside from that, I don't know general spade. I think that used to be granddad's all broken and well i say that's just a handle but still use it still does mm. the job yeah yeah i don't know just the usual bits and bobs a few coin pods and take them rucksack and just chuck it all in there i think it's a bit easier than like a side holster kind of thing yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. nice yeah you're right it's really only in the really muddy when it's like soup that's when it's good to have a pinpointer yeah, isn't it yeah you've got the filling up with water that's when you can dig it out <laughs> that's the only time you're like yeah but old school yeah i like watching the youtube videos and the folks like yourself and just sort of as long as you've pinpointed it with your detector at first like you say and yeah. you've dug the plug right <laughs> you're gonna find it aren't you without a pinpointer <laughs> definitely yeah so what do you enjoy about detecting what does it give for you why do you keep doing it why do you love it i guess it's i don't know the, the excitement you might find something nice really it's nice to be yeah. out. I do appreciate it. You know, it kind of makes me appreciate being out and just out and about in general a bit more than, mm. um, you know, but 
I think, yeah, it is. You just don't know. You don't know what you're going to come across. So it's, it's just a hope that you go out and you find something nice. And even if you don't, generally, if it's been a nice day, it's, I don't know, it's just quite good. You always see someone, or see a farmer and chat to him, or see somebody out and have a chat with them. And, yeah, so it's, yeah. I don't know. It is. Yeah, I think it's the, the thrill of the chase as it is. Exactly that, exactly that. And no day's the same, is it? You're never going to have no. a, a similar day detected. Like, <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen. It's Not so much it. fun. Um, okay, so we obviously know you've been out and about with Jake and I've been stalking your Instagram. You didn't get away with it. I stalk everybody before they come on the podcast. And I saw that you've had some cracking vines. So do you want to mention to the listeners some of your favourite vines and then I'll let you know what I spotted on your Instagram as well? I think my favourite vine um, is probably the Henry VIII Testoon. That's probably the best vine, I think. But it is yeah. broken, but it's still, they're all there, all the pieces are there. Yes. But it is there. And then in a close second, it'll be my, my only gold I found, which is a little Victorian gold ring. Yes. A nine carat, but it's got a few, it's got some nice design on it. So it's quite pleased with that. And it fits. I can wear it on my pinky fingers. So I wear it out every now and again to club nice. meetings and stuff. Yeah, show it off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, I've found out on this actually. So I'm quite pleased with that. <laughs> really good. That's one of the items I've spotted. And it has, it's got a lovely design on it. And then, of course, I did spot that you did do a bit of a shadow gold dance for us. So I spotted yeah, that as well. That was quite funny, actually. I was in the middle of the field and I just did a bit of a jig and I've kind of looked up towards the road and there's a guy putting his dry stone wall up and he's like staring at me real funny. So I thought, I'm going to have to go over and speak to him and tell him all that, just having a little jig in the field. Like, that's not worth dancing about. So, He'd been looking yeah, at you going, that. that guy just loves life. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he does something good. Yes, but it was very good. You got some moves, your shadow dancing. So I was like, yeah, it's very good. So that's always my follow-up question. And surprisingly, a lot of people are just so shocked to have found gold, they forget to do the gold dance. So yeah. Oh yeah, you... I was sat down for a bit first. Yeah, I had to had a, <laughs> had a boom breath. Just sat there looking at it and oh, well, that can't be can't be right. Yeah. No, yeah. It was. And with it being Victorian and that, did it have all the all the markings inside so you could look up the maker's mark and all that stuff? Yeah. Well, this is it, right? And I was going to mention your Instagram. You do have so it's where there's most of this money, and it's uh, metal detecting Northwest England. And you do have two thousand two hundred and fourteen thousand followers from today. Uh, it's you know. slowly climbing. It's slowly climbing. Yeah. Do you have a TikTok or a Facebook or anything as well? No, I've just got my Instagram really. No, I don't. I've got tend to do so much. It's not I'm more of a a way to record, you know, the finds for me and kind of find, see when I found stuff and I'll just have a flick back for him. Be like, oh, yeah. You know, Remember that? Like, oh, that <laughs> particular field. Be like, oh, I've not been in that one in a while and I found this in there. So I'll, go, I'll get back in there. Yeah. And yeah. And aid yeah. memoir. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. And I don't blame you. It's, um, it's tricky with the podcast having all the various different social medias. I'm like, how do I use this one again? Yeah. <laughs> Especially TikTok. Oh my goodness. So yes, that is very cool. And um, I noted also that amazing like eyeball ring that you found. Oh yeah, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. That actually came off on the Jake's permissions. So it was oh, a bit. Oh, I bet you were sure about that. <laughs> well, he'd only been out for a few hours because I, I was still at work and he'd finished. He'd gone up there. He said, Oh, I'm up there. You know, I'm up there. I can fancy that's there. I've gone that. I'll come up for a bit. And there's a footpath next to it on, this, on the side of the river. Mm. Um, and I said to him, Oh, have you been up and down the footpath? He's like, Yeah, hey, I've seen it. I've been up and down. I've checked it. You know, I've been up both ways. There's nothing there, nothing else there. 
was like, all right, no worries. I was like, I'm going to head up there anyway. So I took like a step or two to the side of the other path and started walking and about three or four steps in. I had a really big signal. I was like, I thought you, you thought you said you've been up here. He's like, I have, there's nothing there. I was like, all right. So I ended up taking it out. And I was like, just looking at me, I had the actual, just the eyeball bit. <laughs> really weird. I was like, I ever found a fake eye or something like that. Yeah, I ended up cleaning it all up. And yeah, it was a full ring, like a silver ring. So yeah. I was stuck for that. But probably one of the weirdest things I've found, actually. Yeah. You know, that leads into it. So what was it in the end? Did you even find a story on that? Or did it have any markings? Um, I think or? it was, yeah, it did have the, it did have the, um, put the box, box, box to it, but I do have an exclusive uh, listeners uh, and YouTube look, watchers. Ooh, have a little, little look that I can wow. see. It. See that is just look. so like Quite an eyeball. Thing. Yeah, glass eye. It looks like yeah. I'm not sure what it's made of exactly. Probably plastic. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it's got the nine two five stamped in there. Um, <laughs> it's got L dash one. So I'm not sure if that's a size or a maker's mark. Yeah. And then I think there's a couple of old marks in there as well, but it is broken on the back, so I'm guessing that's why I slipped ah, off something. Yeah. You know, made the made day that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's mine, that, that should be mine. So that, <laughs> I didn't ask if you've been up the footpath. There you go. Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, we always say it feels another, never done, is it? So, yeah, no, good no, for definitely you. Definitely not. Double checking, double checking. So yeah, in terms of um, weird, weirdest finds, and do you think that's the weirdest, or have you got something else a bit well, freaky? Um, nothing like freaky like that. It's probably one of the weirder things I found. A bit of a random one. I did find um, like a big lump of lead. Um, it was about sixteen kilos. So it was Whoa. fairly, yeah, oh it was my... fair size. Like gosh, fair chunk. Um, I can't remember the dimensions, but it was just you know just a block of lead. Yeah, nothing ever came of it. No one could say what it was or when it was from or. I don't know that's if I was asking a lot of people. Yeah, no one seemed to know. So yeah. That was a pretty interesting one. That was like probably about a foot and a half deep as well. So it sounded good, but you know, wow. that was a little cheap detector as well, my little cheapy thing. But I'm guess something that size is gonna make a make a sound. I was gonna say that'd blow your ears off, wouldn't it? Yeah. It was, it was loud, like... <laughs> Did it end up down the scrappy in the end? No, not just yet. I've actually got like it's basically scrap scrap uh, yeah, especially okay. in the back end. Yeah. The rest of the scrap. As of I only got Irish and it's sorted to some degree, but it is all still there. Probably will have to go and scrap it and weigh it in at some point. But I'll probably have a few quid in scrap. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That'll be a, a night down the pub, that's for sure. <laughs> 16 kilos, blimey. Maybe buy a pinpoint, right? Hey, there you go. See, detecting just gives back. <laughs> So in terms of history, are you a fan of history and all the eras anyway because of your detecting? Do you have a favourite history era? Um, it's a bit of a tough one, really. I was, I'm was i quite keen on like the Roman things, but we never fairly find much around here. So I'd like to find some more, but I think probably Tudor. Uh, I'm quite, you know, I'll find a lot of Tudor stuff, so... I know a fair bit, you know, a few, yeah. no, I say a fair bit, probably not as much as half as many people watching or listening, but I like to think a little bit about the children. and it's kind of, I don't know, I do tend to quite like that area. Mm. Yeah, and with you, Henry VIII as well, but Tudor period is fascinating, isn't it? Because you've got him and all his wives and then obviously you've got Elizabeth and the Mary situation and it's yeah, just, there's so much and it's so documented as well, you can really get into it. I love that too. And yeah, you're right about the Roman. Do you ever come down this way and 
take part in the rallies and stuff and um I think the furthest time we've been, we went to we went to the detectable at the end of last year. No, the start of last year, sorry. Yeah. Like the spring detectable. Yeah. Um but we didn't really find the right lot. Um, a lot of people were saying the same, but as I say, it's look of the drawer, isn't it? You might travel that far, but it doesn't mean you're gonna gonna necessarily find anything. But yeah. It was good though. Really. We meant to uh, got to meet a lot of people that we wouldn't have met otherwise and mm. uh, you know, mingled around with everyone it was quite good. But I think other than that, I think the furthest we've been was probably uh, over towards York, where about an hour and a half drive. Nice. Didn't find so much then either, but that's, like I said, it's still <laughs> one of them. It's just one of them, you never know. It's weird, isn't it? You can travel to all these areas and, yeah, not have any luck, and then you might just be out in your garden again, which I'm sure you've probably done a million times, and then all of a sudden you find something, you'd be like, where did that come from? And it's just been sat yeah. there and you hadn't gone over it. Yeah, it's always that, the way. Yeah. <laughs> always the way um okay so we're going to talk about now permissions now a lot of beginners in the hobby and obviously a lot of people picked it up over the pandemic and all that stuff have you getting got any hints and tips on how people should try and get permissions um i'd guess just be kind of straightforward with people if you know anyone you know friends and family are obviously a good start to go to because likely if you've got some kind of reference or at least you know, if they know that they can ring someone up if you've made a bit of a mess and tell them, right, you know, get him tall, put him out, then that is a good place to start. But um, I'm fortunate enough to, one of my commissions that I'd started on, um, eventually they've ended up offering me a job on the farm, basically. So obviously they've got a lot of farm friends and bits of that. So I'm working, they've been working there for about 18 months now. Oh, um, wow. So that, that's helped a bit. I've definitely got a few commissions through, you know, friends and families of the, of the, uh, well, the owners at the farm and such, so no, that's quite a good one. Yeah, if you, if you want a few permissions and you're stuck for it, just get a job on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> that's then a top you, you never tip. know, you know, meet loads of, meet loads of people that way, though. Yeah. But like you said, that, that's mostly just from having that reference then. If they know mm-hmm. you work with so-and-so, and, yeah. you know, they can, they can always get back to you if they need to about whatever. Yeah. So it's just great. But other than that, I'd say just, yeah, just kind of be, just get out there and go and ask. You yeah. know, if you see someone out in the, in the fields or on a quad, just try and wave him down. And, you know, what are you up to? Don't suppose you know, and just be honest about it. They can only say no, can't they? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And if you yourself, I think people sort of spot it, don't they? If you're trying to be like too prim and proper, just be yourself. But I love that top tip about getting a job on a farm. That's brilliant. Or I always say, you know, Go to your local farm shop and make friends with them there, and then that's another way to ask, isn't it? And just getting yeah, in yeah, there. That's so, it, and making yourself known a bit. And, yeah, yeah, in your local community. Some people feel a bit intimidated. Indeed. Yeah, but I know. Well, it's good. To, uh, I think they get to see that that kind of this idea that isn't just like, oh, let me on your land. I need to look for treasure type thing. Yeah, you know, they get to know you as a person, and that's just what you're into, like as a hobby. So yeah, yeah definitely, uh, definitely get the foot in the door. Yeah, and then once you do, make sure you treat your farmer right with the odd bit of uh, the odd bottle of scotch or whatever. <laughs> keep keep yeah, them happy. Yeah, that's That, that <laughs> started. I mean, I found a few bits and I was ready to pay him his dues for him, and uh, he was like, "Oh no, no, it's all right, don't worry." And then I said, "Oh, do you fancy coming to give us a day? Then I'll do us a day of work on the farm." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, well, I'll do that for you instead of paying you your half as such." And he said, "Yeah, that's fine, then no problem." Yeah. So a few more of them came down, and yeah, that's it. Next thing, I'm working there, so. Yeah, you do that really good, actually. Yeah. yeah, 
you're detecting led all the way now to your job, which is fantastic. And that's the dream, right? I'm chained to a desk nine to five. So I'd love to be able to go and work on a farm and be in the fresh air all day, every day. That'd be lovely. Hello, everybody. I'm very briefly going to interrupt this interview by telling you how you can support the podcast and keep us going. You can go to patreon.com forward slash detecting history podcast and you will get exclusive extra episodes for as little as £3 a month. What a bargain! Go check it out. Otherwise, why not go to our Etsy shop? Go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash detecting history pod and you can get all of our merch why not buy me a coffee go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash detecting history podcast and don't forget we have an amazing regton's promo code 10% off most items but not all items on the regton's website all you need is a promo code dh podcast that's delta helicopter podcast what's h hmm Hotel, hotel, it's hotel, I knew that. Delta Hotel Podcast, that's your promo code, get shopping. Um, have you had any issues when you've been out and about detecting, apart from people seeing you do your gold dance? Um, not particularly any like issues. I've had a few people ask if you've you know, if you got permission to be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a strange one. Because um, sometimes they don't even know who the, the owner of the land is. Yeah. So it's a bit like, well, who are you going to tell if I didn't? But, you know, <laughs> other than that, like, you know, don't tend to come across that many people that are that way inclined. But I think the only issue I've had is um, I did find a, an unexploded uh, mortar. I only weren't sure if it was a um, a practice round or if it was a live round. But mm. uh, we're ragging it in anyway. I ended up ringing it in, told the farmers and whatnot, got the police out to come deal with it. Yeah. Um, but it was a bank holiday Sunday and then. Because of where it was in the field, it was too close to like there's some gas, uh, some gas pipes. So they got oh. the national grid guard to come out, and then the guy, you know, he turned up and he was like, "What the hell? I didn't need this <laughs> Sunday off, you know." And I was like, "Sorry, man, that's not every day you find a find a bomb, <laughs> is it?" So, uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest issue that we've had. But then they ended up just taking that away, and you know, mm. I was off. I don't don't go back in that field just in case anymore. So well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that then. How did you sort of? realize what you had in front of you Did so you- yeah i've been i've been finding a few bits up there because i knew there was an old um i think it was a world war ii um like trading camp up that way and mm. I, found a few, I think i found the lancashire's own uh, regiment cat badge and quite a lot of bullets and you know, like, uh, like military buttons and things like that and then i found a few of the like mortar fins and they're quite quite mm. distinctive things so i guess like but it was usually just find one or the other you know just bits of it or you know, part of it, and I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And then eventually, I came, yeah. I came, we got a really big signal. I was like, oh, that sounds, it sounds massive, that. So I started digging and I dug the clod out. And then in the top, you could just see the fins sticking out. And usually, oh. they'd just be on their own or falling over or crusted. And they weren't like too, they didn't seem too broken up anyway. And I've kind of yeah. like, just kind of move the soil around underneath where it kind of screws on and the screw was still there. And it just like, maybe the top centimeter or so of where it turned into about the cylindrical shape was just sticking mm. like down into the soil and i was like i probably don't want to keep digging that just in case it is because it might have just been out of it but i was like i probably don't want to just keep messing with that in case and so i rang it and yeah. you know I rang it up and they came and kind of took it out and they did say that it was like a complete but whether it was a practice one or if it was alive we presumably practiced um 
obviously it was still a risk they might go off and they hadn't have gone off so yeah they just came and took that away but yeah, I kind of recognised it just from the fins because it's quite a distinctive shape but and yeah. I thought well it looks to be more than the usual bits I find so I don't want to keep you know prodding <laughs> with it and messing about with it because you never know but uh, 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 if in doubt phone it through that's for yeah, sure yeah. isn't it yeah, they did say that to me you know they did so despite what the national green man says you did the right thing by calling them in oh but, yeah uh, absolutely yeah you don't want to go bang and you don't want to have it on your conscience if you kind of left it there and then it went bang later on you know what I mean it's yeah, good to get yeah. it out <laughs> absolutely yeah that rounds and all that kind of stuff any kind of live bullets and all that you've got to you got to take them in and get them disposed of properly haven't you that's for yeah, sure that's part of being responsible with it I guess yeah that's it that's it absolutely cool so <laughs> that's a good one and uh don't think many people have found too many bits and pieces like that. I remember I saw, a, I don't know who it was, but it was a lady detectorist and she had like a little girl with her and they had the same thing. It was like more, but they'd actually got it out and the little girl was like, I think you need to call the police. I think you need to call the police. And the mum was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's good. So, okay. What about, have you got any top tips with your permissions and research and stuff? How deep do you go into the hobby? Do you like to go on the LIDAR and all stuff like that? I do, but I think the main thing is getting the permission first, because there's been a few times where I've researched, you know, for hours and hours on certain places, but oh, that's going to be a really good feel. And mm. you go instead of go and try and get permission and they're just like, sorry, we can't do it. Mm. Um, you know, we're not having it, and you think, oh, well, that might be a bit of the way. So, well, mm. if we've got our permission somewhere, we'll be on, it'll be on like the side by side maps on the um, National Scottish Library page, yeah. is it? Um, yeah. And then the Archie website, that's quite good. It's got all the usual, like the LIDAR and the finds that have been, you know, found in the local area and bits. And then there's the, the uh, archaeological maps um, from historic England, which yeah. is quite good. Um, it kind of breaks down all the fields and it has um, I think Jake mentioned it actually it has all, all the just different different markings for say like um, I don't know field boundaries and like plow heads and just certain bits it'll give you a rough date whether it's medieval post medieval even uh, even modern you know it'll go up all the way up or if it's like a World War 2 bit it'll have that on there so they're mm. with like good tools but I think generally you can't you know you can only have a look at so much before you you need to go out and see what you can actually find on there. So there's no saying it's not been ploughed and ploughed and ploughed and it's all gone, you know, or in the opposite, it's boggy now and you turn up and think, oh, this field's a bog. I can't really, you know, <laughs> or you're not going to maybe not find as much or you don't want to dig in certain places that you might have been researching. So I think yeah. it's a bit about, I think you should, you know, have a look, get your permission first and even just go in and having a look at the like, different markings in the field and see, you know, dips and little bumps or if it's, um, if it's like old plowed with a, yeah. with a truck so yeah I think I don't know a lot of it is, is just go out and have a look at the field and see roughly if I was an old settler where would I like to see or where would I put an outhouse or where would I put my crops in this field that kind of thing but yeah, yeah there are some good resources out there for doing that kind of research but I do find that the best research is just getting out and having a look what's there yeah exactly because if no one's been there before 
you know, and it's previous to the sort of 1880s, one of the oldest maps I've got around my way. You just don't know what's been there, do you? Unless someone's no. been there before and found Roman stuff or whatever. So it's up to us to go out and find it. That's the fun yeah. bit, isn't it? You just never know what you're going to find. Yeah, yeah, saying that, actually, there is, um, there's, allegedly, there's um, a Roman quernstone on the main permission, the local permission. But oh. I've never found anything Roman there. Never. Oh. I've been I've been on there for like a good three or four years. Yeah, and then not one, not one piece of Romans come off there that I can definitely say is Roman. I've oh, a lot of wow. lead. You know, yeah, there's no, no, I think most of that. Not even shaped leather out, just bits. So it was a bit. I'm not sure if they were wrong, but I've yeah, not found anything Roman up there. So like that research side of it, you might think, oh yeah, this could be Roman hotspot. There's gonna be loads of stuff around that Clonestone that's got to be you know farm or a homestead or something, mm. but. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah, because you, you, know, you, you never know someone in history, in like Victorian era, moved that stone to there. You know, yeah, you just don't true, know, yeah. do you? <laughs> oh, that's a nice stone. That'll look good in the dry stone. We'll, we'll yeah. take that with us. Well. Exactly. Well, that's, yeah, it could have been something like that. It's fine. Could uh, not have really been. Not really, because that's been fair, so. Or it's all sat in a pot underground in a corner of a field somewhere for you to discover. Yeah, it's very possible, yeah. There could be a big garden <laughs> island there. Like, everything is just, you know, into one field. In one place. Like, it's not a lot to cross it, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, that's it. You never know, you never know. <laughs> um, let's talk bucket listers now. Now, you've obviously found a lot of cool stuff, um, but what's on your bucket list, your own personal bucket list? I'd like, a silver denarii, yeah, any kind. You know, I'd be really, really quite happy with something like that. Yeah, um, probably a Roman brooch as well, and by the top, probably a Bronze Age spear. That's probably my top bucket list. Find something That'd like be that. So know, cool. It's always this whole one axe or a spearhead, but I, as rare as they all are, I feel like you see more axes come up than spearheads. So yes, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, exactly the same thing. You see a lot of the axe heads, don't you? But not so much of the spearheads. So no, it's not that... to not stick away from finding an axe head. I'd probably still be sat there for half an hour staring at it and all that. Unbelievable, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, I think the spearhead would be at the top for me. Yeah, absolutely. And that would look great, wouldn't it, in your finds cabinet when you set it up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. Um, okay, so we've got to the section now where we talk about the ultimate bucket list, a list. So we're on season two now. So everything before is forgotten. So can you choose an item for me, for the listeners, an item they need to have on their own personal bucket list? And it can be something outrageous, but I'm trying to keep it more kind of um, things that people actually are likely to find uh, this season. So what have you got for us? It might just have to be one of those two, to be fair. I was thinking about it. I wouldn't mind a godless florin, like a Victoria yeah, godless that's... florin. That would be up there. Or even just a gothic florin. That would be. Even though mm. I think they're, they're pretty great shouts, to be honest. I've mm. not, not, not found one of them yet. So, but I think, I think I'm think i going to have to say the, the silver denarii. Silver denarii. Ah, nice. Yeah, Very good. That should be on everyone's bucket yeah. list. A nice silver Roman coin that you can just. Being all yes, off. it's on my bucket list for sure. Brilliant. We will add that ultimate bucket list a list. And yeah, I think that's achievable, I reckon, if you come down south. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can get that one picked up. Yeah. 
And you can have some more rarer finds or maybe more out there finds the two. Exactly, exactly. Cool. So anything else that you've got going on at the minute? Are you planning to go to any of the festivals this year? Um, I probably will. I'm not too sure which. Um, me and Jack have been talking about going to a couple. Um, but probably yeah. We're hoping to do the Rodney Cup Memorial. Um, mm. We've been talking about doing Detectable, but we're not too sure. That would just base it on the, on the previous time that we went up. Uh, probably go yeah. do Rodney Cook and if any of us come up in the meantime that we can both get to we'll probably go and do a few we'll be, we'll be about there but other than that I'll probably be the club doing some local permissions I think yeah do you try and get out every week yeah I tend to um, usually it's, I've got Wednesdays free or Wednesday mornings and um, the weekends and some well, some part of the weekends anyway so um, yeah I usually try and get out once or twice a week but there's always other bits to be doing and if they need doing them I'll get it on, but yeah, definitely exactly. Make, exactly. Make, make a point to get out at least once. So, yeah, it's good for you, isn't it? it clears your mind, definitely. Mindfulness. Um, right, very important question. What's your favorite music? What do you listen to when you're driving to a dig? Um, all sorts. I, mean, I could probably pull this Spotify <laughs> up now and start scrolling for ages, and it's probably everything from there, like <laughs> some 80s stuff, quite like a lot of 80s stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So probably listen to maybe Benny King one or uh, Louis Armstrong or something. And then next play on the skip could be something like, I don't know, Biggie Smalls or Eminem or Ice Cube. Yeah. You know, like, he's a big, big variety of songs, really, and all kinds of music. But it depends what we're feeling on the day because there's always something you can, you know, put the mood on. And if we're going out digging, we might just put um, The Light of Mess Fit on by Johnny Flint. So. You know, that's a uh, yeah. detector cool. it? So um, stick that on, believe once, and maybe get some fingers crossed on the <laughs> A bit of luck with some Johnny Flynn. I love that. Nice eclectic taste. And then, yeah, you're right. Whatever your mood is, you might need something that picks you up a bit, or you might need something just to yeah, calm you down it. a bit if you're too excited. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, brilliant, Dan. Thank you so much. Where there's not, there's money. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you, hopefully, at Rodney Cook, if I get a ticket. Ticket's coming out soon. I think we've all set our alarm yeah, clocks. Yeah, we do need to keep an eye on We have to be straight exactly, on to that. Exactly, exactly. It's supposed to be a really good event, yeah. so I would like to go. a good cause as well. So, yes, it's kind of like the Glastonbury of detecting, dear listeners, if you haven't heard of it before, go and look it up. And uh, the tickets are being released at the end of February. Don't miss out. Um, but yeah, Dan, thanks so much. Really lovely to get to know you. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. Take care. Bye. Yeah. See you later.